<laughs> GM, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday, December 30th edition of the AM show hosted live on the Alpha Mint Discord. We have two shows left until the new year, and I know everybody is raring to go for a really, really exciting 2022. I am your host, R2DGen, and I am joined with me, as always, by Mr. Free Market Creature Toad. Good morning, Vietnam! Oh my I God, I love somebody. I would do love that. it. Love the energy this morning. Holy! Like your neighbors are all tuning in, whether they like it or not. Now, how are you today? What's going on? I uh, and he's not even listening. He's not even listening. What? Oh, the person that you who? Okay, so who did you promise that to? And you know. <laughs> That was that was pretty impressive, actually. <clears throat> no, I am just no, I'm reeling from that performance that you just gave us. That was incredible. Um, and now I'm trying to find my my Discord. Can you hear me? How anticlimactic was that? It rugged by Discord again. <laughs> it's it's a regular occurrence, but we get to say rugged by X, and I like that's so much fun. I people say it on Twitter Spaces and rugged by. I was rugged by Spaces. Chills. rugged by everything um yeah no that was that was very impressive and i'm glad that you uh you did that it definitely threw me for a loop i messed up discord and uh, now we have to start over so <laughs> no i'm just kidding that was awesome how are how are you today what's going on how was your uh your wednesday i know you downloaded minecraft with some uh some difficulties as other people's had but you you got in there all right, this is going to sound like a boomer story, but yeah, I was just very green when it comes to Minecraft. I tried to oh, navigate the world. Microsoft and, products and in general. Yes, yes, but uh, it it was tough going. I, I had a hard time finding places to mine with my pickaxe or my hands, uh, but I know I was earning block while just moving around, so... That was an experience. I, I got a little bored. I could not find the alpha horde. Uh, I am pretty much resigned to renting these out to expert Minecraft players now. Uh, and I have rented one out already to a new Moon Lounge member. Uh, so shout out Dare Lieb, who is now using my mouse. They revealed the critters. So uh, I saw I got two apes, a, a mouse, and a... What was the last one? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah you, you said it before the show. I don't remember what the other one you got was. I got a I got an astronaut helmet. I'm kind of pumped about that. That looks pretty cool. Mm. Um, we'll we'll dig into critters in a little bit and talk about that a bit more and uh, and and see what's what with uh, with the uh, the newly minted metaverse that we've all been participating in. Um, we'll take a quick look at the crypto markets. Uh, not much to report back on today. It looks like uh, things have kind of settled in around 47,000 for Bitcoin, 3,700, 3,800 for Ethereum. And that's where, where it stands right now. Uh, nothing that particularly alarms me, but we had actually a pretty good conversation about this um, before the show and, and you know what this can mean for the markets. And I think that uh, you've kind of sold me on where we're at. Um, it doesn't seem like we are uh, due for any kind of large drawdown just because we never really got that like pure euphoria phase. But where are you sitting at with this? Yeah, it, this is a really reminiscent to me of something that happens in traditional markets all the time. And we've seen the sentiment get more, more and more bearish as price has been consolidating and just kind of leaning 
a little towards bearish on the chart. And what happens is, first of all, you get the boredom and the fatigue that happens as you go more and more uh, sideways. But this is just a phenomenon that you see all the time in traditional markets and crypto right now. When you look at the sentiment on Twitter, you will see that people will quickly turn bearish and doomsday the moment we start to pull back. And, you know, crypto routinely pulls back 10 to 15 percent. This isn't like stocks. And I am always shocked at how much people will quickly start tweeting, this is the end, pack it up, hope you sold. And that's usually actually a very encouraging sign because bull markets climb walls of worry. And when you see that half the participants are still not necessarily bearish, but certainly not sold on the up only full send to Jupiter in the first quarter thesis, You're starting to get towards a place where we can resume the uptrend until sentiment is at a spot where it can go up and almost catch everyone by surprise. I think we're going to continue to see consolidation that tricks both bulls and bears and frustrates everybody. Yeah. And, um, you know, as we've mentioned on previous shows, uh, when everybody's bored with Bitcoin and Ethereum and, you know, DeFi, Maybe that's a good sign for NFTs, and we've been uh, we've been firmly planted into a uh, a little bull run here towards the end of the year um, that I think can uh, can sustain itself into uh, the beginning of next year, no problem. Yeah, stability is very bullish for NFTs. People have this Ethereum as long as it's not going up or down a lot that they have to watch it. They enjoy spending it on stuff, and right now that's. Non fungible token. The NFTs. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I know everybody kind of does the eye roll when you say just zoom out, just zoom out, because it doesn't really like encapsulate what's going on in the present term. But um, just for some frame of reference, if you had bought Ethereum a year ago today, it was $752. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> a little bit of other news. We were talking about Radio Shack uh, still existing, which was surprising to us. I think that was last week. Could have been last year. Who knows? I can't even remember anymore. Um, but Blockbuster Dow wants to raise $5 million in NFT sales to buy the defunct video brand. Blockbuster Dow has $5 million fundraising goal with the aim of purchasing the rights to the Blockbuster brand. Uh, for those of you that don't know, there is only one Blockbuster store remaining in the world. I believe, and I correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's in Alaska. Is that? Uh, it is now in Oregon. Two oh, that were in Alaska okay. actually closed. We used to visit them uh, when we were there. Was one in uh, Enoch. Right. Okay. So I take that yeah. back. It is in Oregon, um, and this is a pretty funny story. They highlighted um, in a tweet that since 2013, sentiment has improved from a score of negative 20 to positive 14. In other words, people's feelings for Blockbuster turned positive once its stores were gone. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that that made me laugh so much, but obviously once you uh, don't have access to something, the nostalgia comes out. Blockbuster is obviously very nostalgic. And in fact, the, uh, I think the last remaining um, Blockbuster is also an Airbnb where you could go in there and uh, hang out for the night, which is actually a pretty cool idea. Um, But, uh, but do you think this has any legs? Do you think this is something that the people want? I, I like the concept. I'm not sure. I don't know anything about the team running it, and I tend to invest in teams, but nostalgia is a very powerful thing. I think that's why pixel art works. I think that's why a lot of the P2E games are being formatted like the dungeon crawlers and RPGs of past. 
And I think Blockbuster hits that sweet spot for a lot of people. Renting a video on a Friday night, it's very nostalgic, a lot of good memories. And I think a Radio Shack DAO would actually do very well also. Yeah, I, I, I flip flop in between whether or not this is just something to make some headlines, kind of like the Constitution DAO. Um, what, I, I have no idea what they plan on doing with the names, how this relates to uh, to crypto, if it does at all. Um, but I mean, <laughs> just caught my eye. And it was just funny because we were talking about Radio Shack and like, you know, Blockbuster being a prime nostalgia brand <laughs> to uh, to probably go undergo something like this. So maybe they were listening to us. Uh, maybe not. I also hate the targeted ads on these fucking sites because I have no idea why I'm getting um, like looks like pregnancy bras or something on there. So amazing. Uh, uh, a little sidebar there. Um, number side boob. Side boob. Yeah, exactly. Um, other news number of non zero Ethereum addresses hits record high above 71 million. According to Glassnode, the explosion in popularities of NFTs is playing a large part. I'm fairly convinced that at least 15 million of those are shoe bangs. Um, so <laughs> I, you know, he's probably got a lot to do with, uh, with that number being pumped up, but no, pretty interesting. Um, you know, these record setting, uh, wallet numbers and stuff are always encouraging too. Um, it does make a difference. It does give a pretty good indication of uh, participants in the marketplace. Um, and I would completely agree that NFTs are playing a large part in that. But in brief, uh, the number of Ethereum addresses holding some amount of ETH has topped $71 million. And this is have obviously been steadily on the rise. Uh, good for Ethereum, I think. Yeah, a very bullish sign. And I think that number is going to increase a lot next year as Coinbase brings millions of customers into NFTs. I think they have, what, 2.3 million wallets. But what's more interesting is those 2.3 million wallets are going to tell their friends they get rich off the next board a yacht club. Yeah, I, I think that we are. Um, I, I mean, God, I keep forgetting that Coinbase is actually still just kind of like waiting in the wind and that this is something that's coming. Um, I and gotta believe that this is a gigantic catalyst for uh, for NFTs that's on the horizon, right? Like, how can I it not saw, be? I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet yesterday. Is the Coinbase marketplace actually a thing? Like, isn't this so NFT world? Like, if your project was announced a mere four weeks ago, and you haven't put anything out. I was like, was this even really a project? I feel like people just like to tweet stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so. I've I've heard some uh, some rumblings about that in a particular uh, Pixel project that we've been watching as well. <laughs> yes, very close. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, and then finally, in some news, I saw somebody post this in the DGen Dojo today. If you are watching that Naruto, the B Jutsu project um, <laughs> that had uh, quite a big hype to get into the Discord, I think it was sixty thousand people in the Discord in a matter of minutes or an hour or something like that. Um, signs are strongly pointing to this just being um, a complete farce, honestly. Uh, now take that with a grain of salt. People on Twitter uh, do like their their hot takes and, you know, dunking on people and whatnot. Um, 
But uh, this tweet is saying, like, sadly, I have to share that the popular anime officially licensed in quotes Naruto NFTs by Bujutsu and founders Canadian Clay, Sydney K. Taylor, is a purported scam. I do not tweet this lightly. Going public before January 7th with everything to stop more people from becoming victims. Um, If you look on their Twitter profiles, anything that they've posted regarding the project has been removed from, um, from Twitter with uh, copyright issues, which is as highly pointing to the fact that they do not have any licensing for the Naruto brand. Um, and if you want to just talk about maybe things that seem obvious, these are two people, um, you know, two Canadians that I don't think have any like weight or pull in NFTs or in the marketing space or, you know, the anime space that are, are doing this. And like, it, it just does not seem likely that they got the massive licensing brand to, uh, or sorry, the massive licensing rights to do the Naruto brand. Um, I'm- wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me two high school kids from Saskatoon aren't running point on the largest anime uh, property in history uh, uh, for their first NFT debut. Yeah, it seems likely. Somebody, <laughs> when you put it like that, um, somebody like dug up a check for it with him, like holding a, one of those oversized novelty checks of like three thousand dollars for um, for their uh, um, the launch of the the Bijutsu thing, which is like it, it looked like uh, he won like his high school. Um, entrepreneur contest or something like that. I don't think that that was actually the case, but uh, yeah, all signs are pointing to this, maybe not being um, as much of a thing as people were hoping, but I mean, keep an eye on it. Maybe they can come up with some proof that it actually is. And uh, this is all just FUD, Uh, but definitely important to note, especially when something has that much hype around it. uh, You don't want to see people get taken um, you know, the shirts off their backs or something. So I do. I, I do know that whenever the real Naruto project actually drops, I will also avoid it uh, like the plague as, as that art and show is just foobar. Is that, yeah, is that a thing? I'm not, uh, I'm not really. Yeah. I'm going to take that stance. I'm, I'm too old to even know what it is. So I'm definitely going with, I hate it. Uh, it's stupid. my, my oh, only, my, <laughs> my only experience with Naruto is, um, the uh remember when they were raiding area 51 that when people thought it was going to be a good idea to congregate in the desert and storm area 51 and there was that news i don't remember that you don't (laughs) no no. tell me about that oh this is interesting no it was just like it was like several it was supposed to be like hundreds of thousands of people storming area 51 which seems like a really bad idea because they all have uh, automatic weapons and it's a highly guarded military base um but uh, there was a news reporter that was kind of out there reporting on it and in the background of this uh this kid was doing the naruto run back and forth behind him and it was hilarious it was a, it was a <laughs> meme for quite some time um and a good one at that but uh <laughs> that's like literally i i'm not really in um on on the anime scene so i couldn't even comment on whether or not it's a good one yeah uh, king, <laughs> king wizard is uh posted a gif of someone doing a naruto run in the uh the am show voice chat so that was hilarious but uh naruto is a very popular ramen uh, <laughs> uh spot in new york city and i would pay top dollar for ramen nfts especially if there were like little peppies floating around in the soup Anybody does that, I expect royalties on the back. Why don't Why don't you just go that, do that it? That project would sell out. Just go talk to them. Uh, because <laughs> I, I, I may or may not have some other projects I'm working on. <laughs> current. Current. But you're like, Shenanigans. Drop it. Come on. Naruto ramen NFTs? 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, crazier, crazier things have worked in this market. Um, but but yeah, uh, back to the the topic at hand. Um, just keep an eye on that. Don't um, don't burn yourself on it. Uh, it is kind of weird. These are like doxed people uh, posting about it. So if they're really actually trying to run a scam, I'd be um, there are confused. no IQ tests to get on the Internet. Yeah. Anyone anyone can log on. And this is proven. Daily. Yeah. Well, you could take an IQ test on the Internet. You can. Yeah, my, sure. minus 320, apparently. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Good. So you're on, you're on you're on the far end of the bell curve, which is important. negative 320 sometimes um, after and minting my far end of the bell curve. <laughs> uh, oh, there's Carson. There's Carson showing up late. Missed the whole Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, thing. I'll have to listen to the replay. Hi, Carson. It would go up on YouTube for sure. Um, much to everybody else's chagrin, I'm sure. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's get into NFT projects. WGMI not showing too much. Uh, CyberKong's Genesis had a good day, but it was really on the back of one purchase that drove the floor up to um, about 65. Um, other than that, uh, I think this is we're in a minting market right now. Everybody's um, finding projects flipping them, taking positions in newer projects towards the end of the year. Uh, other projects that have been looking good. Again, um, Wolf Game was doing pretty well. And uh, and Galactic Apes is, is having a little bit of a rebound um, down from, or sorry, it reached a low of 0.17 and, uh, you know, got as high as 0.33. We said it on the show. It felt like it had to have been a buy at that point. Um yeah. But I mean, it's it's so hard to gauge in this uh, this uh, this market uh, where people's attention are going, and you know whether or not Galactic Apes maybe didn't um, didn't play their cards right, and if they could rebound from it. But again, the art is just always so good that sometimes it can overcome uh, some of the fun. Um, a project that did manage to kind of come back from the dead, it was literally at a 0. 0.000 floor. Um, and you've been pounding the table on this for a little bit, and uh, you kind of had a little bit of a win yesterday with it, was Creature Toads. Um, we did mention it. I am happy that I actually listened to you for one. Um, and and uh, use Genie at the same time to sweep up a bunch of these for really cheap. Uh, but yeah, Creature Toads had a bit of a run yesterday. Right now, it's sitting at about a 0 0.08 floor. Um, you know, people that have been quote unquote bag holding this for a while definitely took their opportunity to find some exit liquidity, which is fine. Uh, good redistribution of uh, of JPEGs into uh, people who are actively seeking this. Did you ever get to the bottom of who it was though? Like what? Uh, kind of kickstarted this little run on uh, on Creature Toads? Yeah, well, I figured out what kickstarted it, but basically, the, the I, I had loved Creature Toads from the moment I saw the first sample. And if people don't know the, the history here, this guy who was just such a fan of both projects, Creatures and Crypto Toads, decided to make a mashup. And he didn't he wasn't planning to do an actual release originally. He literally made them as fan art. And I forget if it was Gremlin or one of the people involved with one of the projects retweeted him and he got like 15,000 retweets and he went viral. And so many people were like, you need to do these. You need to actually do a, a, a drop of these. So he went to work for a few weeks, put together a really dope generative drop. And I have said from the beginning, and Alpha Mint went heavy on that drop. Like, people love these. I think they look better than creatures themselves, okay? And 
Unfortunately, it launched right into the teeth of the last bear market. There was a lot of rancor and poor planning on the launch. It was one of the first discords that was hacked. I mean, there was just a lot of of baggage to go along with this launch. And after it got up to 0.4, it quickly, quickly fell uh, under mint price and then eventually just died. And, And as gas went insane... It was one of those projects that got under 0.05 and people thought it would never be heard from again. Now, my original thesis was this, was that these projects that had a moment this year and the moment for Creature Toads was defined as it started a mashup trend. And I know there was one or two before them, Currency Punks, big shout out to them. But Creature Toads was a phenomenon. Like the entire NFT world was hyped for this drop. And it saw crazy secondary volume after it did. It got up to a 0.4 floor, which is crazy for this collection. And I said any project that had a moment in 2021, as we go into next year and new blood comes into this market, they're going to look at these projects as historic. And they're going to need very cheap entries, right? These people aren't going to be buying apes and cool cats. So that was why I liked them. I had been buying them anytime I could. And one day... Someone dropped a couple rares for literal zero that they had paid 0.4 and 0.74. They were obviously harvesting for taxes. But another thing that kind of popped into my mind at the end of the last year was I, I had noticed that all these P2E games are really just yield farms with gamified front end that give you some cool choices that, that basically make it fun to participate in these DeFi yield farms. Well, I thought to myself, the most popular yield farm of the year has been this ohm. Anybody that can tie an NFT to some sort of ohm fork is going to win the day. And this was just some random thought I had. I don't know anything too much about ohm or how it works. And then all of a sudden, this project that I had just loved because of the art and the history announces that they're doing an ohm fork. It was like the universe saying, yeah, you, you really got to go hard in this. I've been telling everyone else to. And then yesterday... They announced they made an announcement about the original creature toads. So the way the ohm fork was going to work is that only the baby toads, which you breed with the original ones, were going to be staked for this currency. Now, there's only four thousand four hundred forty four of the baby toads because you need to use two of the original collection to create a baby. I thought this was pretty brilliant as you're creating a lower supply on your next drop and you're tying it to some sort of yield function for the underlying utility token thought it was absolutely brilliant but yesterday because people were saying well what are the original ones going to be worth if only the baby toads do that they announced that even the original ones will be participating in this staking to earn croak which is their underlying utility token and it saw a hell of a sweep all the way up to 0.17 at one point But yes, many people have been stuck in this project for a long time. Uh, The anticipated dump came and it came hard. They're still sitting at 0.08 today, which is an achievement in my mind. And I would think that a lot of the ones that are below 0.1 have already been used for breeding. And if you are interested in this play, I would actually focus on the baby toads themselves right now. There's less of them. And they're going for less than what it would cost you to buy two toads and breed one. They haven't given us any specifics on how much a baby toad versus a Genesis toad will yield. 
but there's so much going on here. And somebody unrelated to Alpha Mint or Kaijus, where I had also started a thread about Creature Toads, swept really hard last night. And I don't think that they're going away. I think they're going to come back. Uh, I will actually buy more today. I would like to, I want it to build up to a certain size position. And that's why that was my creature toads. Saw a decent cook yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think that there's worse things that you could purchase for 0.05 right now. Um, and like I said, um, and, and you kind of outlined, like, you know, people use this as exit liquidity. They were stuck in the project. And I mean, when things have been sitting in your uh, your hidden folder for a while, uh, basically completely illiquid, uh, you know, I don't really blame people for, for, you know, seeing this pop up and then just saying, oh, this is my opportunity. And I'm sure some people, if they manage to sell around the peak of like 0.15, are very happy with the exit position that they got, considering that, you know, probably a month ago, this would have been considered a dead project to them. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, it kind of was, you know, we have mentioned in the past, like, don't be surprised when some of these, uh, you know, your hidden folder starts to come to life as new people enter the space and they aren't spending one ETH, two ETH, 10 ETH on, on existing projects. And, you know, they start to, to scrape the, the floor with these things. Um, but I, you know, the, People are still trying to use that for exit liquidity. I'm seeing on the activity they're going for 0.05, um, but you know there's there has been that redistribution. People now have a, a a myriad of different entry points, and somebody that probably bought at 0.15 yesterday, 0.12, I don't think is likely to sell overly quickly. Uh, so we've kind of reset where we're at with creature toads. So um, I mean, take a look at it. I, you are right; the art is great. That's probably the one biggest reason why I finally did say fuck and bought you know four of them uh that with the babies thing which stupidly enough i didn't check uh please if you're thinking about buying it go to the creature toads website it's creature toads with a z.com and you can go and look up whether or not they've been used for breeding um but yeah this yet you were somewhat <clears throat> saved yesterday as they made that uh new announcement that the original ones will be yielding as well so that was a good oh there we go you. okay um well that yep. is yep. that is good but um yeah so you obviously didn't sell any of these and uh you know no. this is a hold for you but and you know no, you, this you're, is a, you're yeah. on record saying that this is going to flip uh creatures themselves so we'll <laughs> that's that's kind of I your next uh your next um yeah. milestone in the creature toads legacy for you but yeah go ahead yeah i've i've made this proclamation in a few places including twitter i believe it is the most crypto obvious thing that can happen and we see crazy stuff that doesn't make sense happen all the time and all the, the pieces are in place here. These have utility, which Creature Toads do not. I, I, excuse me, which Creature World does not. These have a uh, better art, I believe, than Creature World. And this is also, a, we're going into a period right now where the Creature World's community is completely in shambles. And I believe they'll make it. I like Creatures too. I just think that it sets up a very, very interesting moment where it could be like when apes flipped punks for three seconds. Mm -hmm. And at some point in February, we see creature toads at like 
1.2 and Creature World at 1.19 so I could make my declaratory tweet and then it'll quickly crash back down or whatever. But I do see that happening next year. I've given what's happening over in Creature World and what's happening over in Creature Toad's land. Nothing surprises me in this space anymore. Honestly, um, two months ago when we started the show, going out and saying that Bored Apes would flip uh, um, uh, CryptoPunks within a year, uh, with the, by the end of the year would have sounded like blasphemy. Um, if you even went back just four months ago, that wasn't ever even on the table uh you know the board apes were still a thing and they were still doing very well but i mean crypto punks were the pinnacle pfp project and as i think as far as most people are concerned untouchable um but you know here we are with them neck and neck you know crypto punks have uh, last time i checked taken the lead uh but you know saying something like this does not uh doesn't even phase me anymore because it's it's totally on the table uh no pun intended punks are right on uh Apes are right on their heels. They're both at 60, and I really believe they're both going to get above 100 uh, in the first quarter. So, Yeah, you think that there's just going to be a, a complete supply shock of them? Yeah, I, I think that you are going to see, and you already started to see it. I saw so many tweets from ape holders who had been there since the beginning who just, you got to take the life-changing money after a while. Like, of course, you don't want to... Leave your brothers. You you've you've found this amazing community. But if one JPEG is worth ten times your real in life net worth, you you have to sell it. And I think in the first quarter of next year, you are going to see celebrities move hard into board apes, and you're going to see people who were there since the beginning start to ring the register. And I, I toast them. I, I hold up a glass of champagne to them. Well done. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if that's actually why we saw a bit of a, um, a, a drawdown on the board apes very briefly there last week um, and more of a push into mutant apes. Maybe there was a, a an onset of people that were like, I got to take the 60, 70 ETH here, or if you're holding a more rare run, 100, 200, 300 ETH. Um, and then kind of redeploying some of that capital to kind of stay in the club, right? Because mutants are part of the ecosystem. Mutants get you what the apes do too. Um, and maybe that just felt, maybe, maybe that's what was going on because they, like you know, we've said before in the past, a lot of people got in on these very, very cheap, whether it was like 0.3 back in uh, May or you know, even one, two, three, five ETH a couple months ago. Uh, it's there's a really, really reasonable chance that this is a totally life-changing money. Um, you know, if you have a family to feed or, you know, uh, people in your life that are saying you could have this picture or you could have this house, um, you know, if you don't have a house, take the house, man. Like, you got to do it. Uh, the membership club is great, but, um, you know, there's it's one thing to be house poor. It's another thing to be JPEG poor, right? And remember now, okay, punks have been around for less than a year. And exactly one year after punk, after apes were minted, apes have been around for less be, than a year. You will qualify for. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And okay. the moment, the moment we go over one year, everybody who held an ape is going to be eligible for long terms capital gains tax. Apes are going to crash very so hard. So, are you saying in the middle that of this year. apes are only Americans? <laughs> no, I'm just no, well, no. I mean, I I actually do believe a very large percentage are. As you know, this came out of the Top Shot Discord, and for the longest time, Top Shot was U.S. only. So I believe Board Apes more than any other collection are very, very U.S. centric. But 
you can you can bet your butt that next year as people need money to pay taxes and as bored apes turn one year old there is going to be some major selling in that collection and you won't see that in punk because punks are three years old okay this isn't it's going to be one of those things where apes are going to crash down to 30 and punks are going to stay at you know 60 to 100 somewhere in there and that's just what's going to happen next year and it's going to be a great time to buy punk if you didn't already, everyone's going to be making fun of all the celebrities who bought in January, February. So it'll be like, oh, those idiots bought the top. Da, da, da. And that'll be when Uncle Free will be saying, buy the FUD. Stop listening to everybody. Apes aren't dead. I guarantee we'll be having this conversation in the middle of next year. It just occurred to me, too, that I saw this notification when I woke up this morning and forgot to put it into the show. Um, another, another, another instance of a bored ape um, getting hacked. Uh, this time was, uh, was a guy named Todd Kramer on um, Instagram. And yeah, apparently he lost, I think it was uh, one, two, four, six, eight apes, two, four, six, seven mutants. And a clone X last night. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I'm completely numb to these stories. They're all melding together at this point. I don't understand. Stop giving away your JPEG. No, yeah. This was, this was, um, this was a NFT trader uh, link that was fraudulent. And he, it go it shows on Etherscan him manually approving like 20 transactions this wasn't like one thing that just like uh took control of his wallet and sent it off like I, apparently like he was just like kept clicking it kept clicking it kept clicking it and the the, the hacker i'm assuming was sitting on the other end being like what the fuck like all of them really thanks um really sad Fixed but that's 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 how much is that tens of millions of dollars uh, it's i it, it really is insanity oh. I, I can't i mean dude it, it it really to manually approved. It really does one. make me and like again, if this is an honest hack, like I'm I'm sorry. Like this is awful. I don't want to rub salt in the wound. Like Todd Kramer, if you were the victim of some like, you know, really malicious hack and and you've now lost uh, you know, nine figures, eight figures of uh NFTs, like this is this is fucking terrible. But like how many of these stories have to pop up? You know what I mean? Like this isn't like some niche project that just gets hacked uh, uh, here and there. Like this is we talk about this on a weekly basis. It's a fraudulent link. It's screen sharing and having them change your MetaMask language. It's you know trying to back channel so that you can bypass the two and a half percent OpenSea transfer fees and at the cost of what? Like it fucking sucks. But like just take care of your shit, man. But I mean. Moreover, like I actually just wonder at this point, it's it's so ridiculous that like how many of these are just actually just turning into downright fraud, right? Yeah, I I, I don't know if these are boneheaded schemes or if this is actual uh, just you know complacency and malfeasance. I I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's bizarre, and it seems to only happen to the board API club. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, I, I started to think about it while you're saying about the long term capital gains tax and, and you know, tax loss harvesting and hacking. Like, I, I don't know, man, maybe this has just become such a large part of their net worth that they need to to write a bunch of it off or something. No idea. But uh, I, I, it, I think people overemphasize that stuff and just it could be. Yeah, it yeah, is. I think you're right. It is the most ridiculous, ridiculous premise. And sure, 
if you've got some easy tax losses you can harvest, go ahead. But this idea that people are running their entire fucking lives on figuring out how to tax harvest these, it's like, come on. I don't know. Do you know crypto people? This is not what people are occupying their day with. All anyone's talking. About. Sure. I mean, I, I you could be right. Um, regardless, it's uh, I, I I don't I don't understand. Tune in later today for our tax <laughs> talk with uh- <laughs> perfect segue. No, that's actually true. One thirty Eastern today. We are um, having the people on um, from Zen Ledger to do a project demo with them and talk more about taxes. Um, it won't be the same conversation that we had with uh, Pete and Rich uh, last week, um, but they actually alluded to the fact that they use Zen Ledger to to help their clients as well. So uh, it's something you might be interested in to uh, to make your life a little bit easier. Uh, One thirty Eastern today. Um, enough about taxes and lost board apes. Um, uh, let's talk about uh, the Landau a little bit. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. It was a bit of a shit show. And, um, you know, they, they tried to make things right by giving mints to the OGs, which I I was one of. Um, I, I really, like, wasn't going to mint this. Uh, you know, the price of them on the secondary is, like, sitting slightly above mint. Um, but, you know, I changed my mind. And I did pull the trigger on them this morning. And uh looked like not a lot of people took them up on their offer to extend the Genesis Mint to the OGs and the first movers that they had. Um, but this is a, a Metaverse land DAO play that has staking. And most importantly, I kept looking at it. And I just actually like the art part of it too it's got some like pixelized nanopass kind of vibes to it um and you know i I, we've seen worse projects fumble the ball harder and uh and recover from it so i did actually end up minting that um if anybody is thinking about jumping into that uh there might be some coming up on the public for it i'm not sure how they're playing that i will report back to you but uh, i sent you some sneak peeks this morning what did you think of them I think you spent 30 minutes giving me the bearish case on this yesterday morning in our pre-show call to the point where I I just dismissed this project (laughs) completely. And then the first thing you said to me this morning was, yo, bro, I minted it. I was like, oh, so they look amazing. I think that would be why you minted it. I was. I I checked them out. They look really fun. Yeah. I had a half an hour left to do it before they were cutting off and mm-hmm. moving on to the other phase of it. And uh, you know what? I, I just sat there. I was like messaging Scott. I'm like, I don't know, man. What do you think? Um, and uh, you know what? I just uh, on my own accord ended up doing it because I just, I think that they look cool. And I think that we've, you know, we've seen some pretty big fuck ups from projects. And this one was, you know, at the end of the day, pretty innocuous. They did their best to make it right. Whether or not they went about it the right way, I'm not sure. Um, but I, their their contract got botted. I mean, it happens time and time again. We do public sales all the times, like the littles and 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 those projects where you, if you weren't using a bot, you had next to no chance of getting your hands on these. Um, and they were uh, the victims of the same thing. Now they managed their hype in a very strange way. But uh, I don't know. I, I woke up this morning. I had about an hour and a half to to mint these before the time was up, and uh, I I. Just ended up talking myself into it. So, yeah, uh, just as a follow-up to the conversation yesterday, I did change my mind. So, so it's interesting because I think we were anticipating a Meadowland uh, trend developing after the P2E trend. And I don't think it's been as strong or as pronounced. And I think it's just because it was a little early and people are still making sense of what's 
going on here. People need to feel like there's something to do after you buy the NFT to keep whatever price it sees after the mint. Because we know everything's pumping after mint right now. And people really need that next step to be ready to go for it to even maintain the price, let alone continue to go up. And I think that that's just what a lot of these metal land plays suffer from. The hottest metal land play of the year, which is sand, isn't even a functioning metaverse yet. I mean, at least you can walk around in uh, in DCL and uh, Minecraft, which is now being forked over and skinned to be a, a crypto as well. But yeah, I think it's just a little early for these things. And I think Landau has as much chance as any of the other ones. I think it looks as good as Nano. Nano is more detailed, more 3D. These are more pixelated, but I love these little these little land plays. So yeah. I may look at it, especially if it remains depressed. I'm getting a total like old school like SimCity vibes from them or something, right? Like like mm. SimCity meets cyber mm-hmm. cyberpunk or something like that, which uh, is just pulling on the heartstrings. Um, but yeah, the Discord is open for them now too. It did go pretty quiet after the the drama and stuff like that. And like I said, uh, it didn't look like um, the people that they extended the offer to completely aped in, but uh, I don't know. I just, uh, just a feeling. Could be wrong about that. And uh, if I am wrong, I will definitely move on with my life and we will we will survive. I don't know. You're not gonna. I don't know. You're not gonna die on the land. <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die on that right. hill. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, there's some other hills I'll probably die on. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, you mentioned Minecraft. We'll just do a little bit of a follow up on that. Critters NFT did reveal yesterday. We talked about some of the ones we got. Um, as it turns out, the reveal doesn't really have any bearing on the gameplay or any ability to yield more tokens in it or anything like that. Uh, maybe a missed opportunity, maybe not. Uh, it, it depends on what you think should happen. Um, sometimes in these games, if uh, if a, a, a more expensive NFT will yield more, then it kind of quickly turns into a pay pay to win kind of thing. You know what I mean? It favors the uh, the the whales. So maybe I, I think I fall on the side of I'm happy that uh, these are just uh, cosmetic and, uh, you know, entry passes into the server. Uh, I don't know. What was your take on them? Did, did the uh, the reveal do anything for you? No, I don't think it gives you any type of multipliers as far as I could tell. And I didn't get the one I wanted, which was the Doge, because some of them could be Doge. So that was one that I wanted. And I am very heartened. I think the floor actually went up a little bit after after the reveal, as there seemed to be a bit of a dump yesterday. One person just lambasted the floor with... uh, with a point with point five listings, I think it's bounced back up to point six since then. It's at point four and right now. Actually, this yeah. is just this is. Oh, it fell back yeah, down to point four. Well, yeah, volume's dying. So out this, yeah, this this is a project I think we're still all pretty excited about, especially because of the renting feature. And I was able to rent one of mine out, and I am excited to earn some block and buy some land. But as far as price, this is very tied to the land, right? So these were up at one ETH yesterday morning, and that was when land was selling for 0.6 to 0.8, and there was even a parcel that went for 1.5. But 
once land started to fall, and I don't know where it is now, but it was at 0.2 yesterday, then you saw the price of the underlying critters start to go with it. Yeah, I, I think that there was an initial hype cycle here where, you know, even we kind of got swept up in it, and that's fine. Um, just that it was like, oh, shit, like there is an actual use case for NFTs into existing games. You can play it. You can earn while you're playing it. Uh, Minecraft being as popular as it is, it's it definitely captivated a bunch of people that, um, you know, probably used to play it, maybe even still do play it and then say, oh, like I could jump in here and play this game and, and have some fun with it. Um, I do think that it's uh, a little, um, it's still a little slow going. If you're kind of doing it on your own and you only own one of them, um, you have to actually play a lot just to even grab a plot of land. Um, and until you have a plot of land, anything that you build or decide to kind of partake in is is really at risk to anybody uh, um you know, sniping it from you, destroying it, whatever. And that does happen quite frequently. I actually even stashed a, a, a chest away in a very like obscure spot and somebody pulled it out and, and, and found it. So, I mean, I know that people can kind of, you know, uh, hack the, not hack the game, but, you know, exploit it a little bit to do stuff. So I, yeah, I just wonder if maybe, um, maybe the expectation of land ownership or something was too high. Um, but the renting feature is really cool. Um, I, I do think that this is going to have some staying power. Uh, but the biggest kind of, uh, the biggest takeaway I have from it right now is if you own these, um, you can rent them out and that's great and earn some passive stuff, but it really is just dependent on people wanting to play Minecraft. Like there's no, there's no in-game incentive to do, to do better or uh, build an ecosystem yet. Now I hope that's coming. Um, but I mean, if you own one of these and you're not renting it out, like you really, you really only incentivize to have it if you actually want to sit there and play Minecraft um, either a little bit or a lot. So that's my takeaway from it. I don't think it's going anywhere yet, but uh, you know, in hindsight, it's, it's 2020, but it, I'm not surprised to see a little bit of a recession here. Um, and uh, maybe as uh, the, the, the block token starts to ramp up, maybe there's some additional use cases for it and some of this land starts to really um, get sold, then, then maybe we'll, we'll start to see a little bit of a bounce back with it. But who knows? I, I, they, this is going to be a project that needs to be actively managed by the team. They need to continue building on it. Or, I mean, people are just, they're just going to get bored. It, it is what it is. That's my take on it. Yeah, I, I don't know Minecraft well enough, so I'm deferring to you on that end. I love to bet on teams, and for me, this is, uh, this is a bet on the quote-unquote geniuses that started it, so I, I hope there is more. It, it was heartening to see the type of sweeps we saw the first day. I don't think those were traders. I think they were people investing in the idea. So I am going to let these ride. Yeah, I don't have any intention to move mine. I mean, I... I'm I'm ba I guess I'm basically break even plus the block token. And I mean, hey, maybe this completely um takes on a new life if there's a block uh liquidity pool that gets set up and now people can kind of supplement some of their um income 
to get a plot by just adding a little bit more ETH onto it. Uh, you know, some price discovery there could be really interesting. Um, I have seen people now renting out their services on uh, the game, just saying like, you know, I'll help you build or I'll help you dig or collect resources or whatever um, for maybe some block or some ETH. Uh, I, I would love to see maybe some kind of built-in mechanic to prevent people from getting scammed in that regard. Uh, but I, I, I I think that if people want to play this and the devs can act act actively build this ecosystem, there's lots of things that can happen with it. It just does need to kind of progress to that point. Um, And uh, maybe the next step, I should say, is the liquidity pool. Yeah, absolutely. I kept asking, what is block worth? And right now you can only use it to buy land. So that's the whole point. If land drops in value, everything around it does as well. Yeah. The concept of being able to... uh, to, to play a game you love, whatever game that is, and uh, yield some some tokens due to it is, uh, is, is pretty cool, though. So if they ever do that for Rocket League, like, sign me the fuck up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. And then... <laughs> I don't know anything about No, Rocket no, League. it's all good, man. I just, uh, <laughs> a fun ro- uh, yeah. car, car soccer with Rockets. How can you go wrong? Um, anyways, other than that, uh, just some things coming up today to take note of. Uh, Vivi is doing a uh, Spider-Man drop today. Marvel IP always does pretty well on that. So if you are actively... Did you end up downloading and, and doing Vivi? Yes, I downloaded it, but I, I wasn't quick enough. You got to be like... I hear, I hear they get botted often. So you're not I using tried. the vibrator in your finger? Uh, no, <laughs> no, not so much. Okay. Not quite. Yeah. Um, uh, anyways, for, for those of you that partake and, uh, maybe have a, a quicker finger than free market, um, the amazing Spider-Man drop today. Uh, I believe that's at, uh, I want to say 1 PM, but now I don't want to say that out loud, even though I just did. Um, until I can confirm it for you, it's in the daily drop. You heard it here first, one PM. <laughs> if it's at any other time, it's the wrong mint. Uh, daily drops, there it is. Okay, scrolling down, eleven AM. I was completely wrong. So that's coming up in thirty-five minutes. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, Kindergarten baby apes is minting uh, the rest of their available supply today. Apes always doing well. Um, but who knows with this one, I, I got to believe at some point we're going to, we're going to reach dilution of these projects. Um, but here we are again, talking about more ape projects. Uh, did you, did you take a look at these ones at all? I no, I don't look at any of the ape projects that come across. No, you don't, uh, not even out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're sitting slightly. So many of them cook too. They do. They I, really I'm do. Not, I have no comment. They're, they're all winners. I just, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't. I have zero interest. Yeah, just uh, not not something you want to. Uh, no, I mean everybody has their trading style, their you know their NFT style, and if you if you don't want to mint and, and quick flip all the time, there are tons of other ways to do really well in this space. I actually kind of it's all hot potato, and I'd be so scared to have one of those end up in my wallet for life. I just. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not worth that risk. I'm no amount of money is worth that. Risk. I'm on the same fence as you. I don't um, participate in a lot of these drops, although I am a hypocrite and I did mint those fucking board basic board ape uh, club or whatever the the <laughs> punk pixel derivative of board apes. Um, but it was just such low cost that I've figured what the hell. Um, but yeah, I mean, kindergarten baby apes, you know, it could be a, could be a thing uh, sitting about 50% over mint price. Um, there's still a lot of them to go though. There's a, uh, 
2100 minted and so they got 8000 supply left to go through not the worst not the worst kind of presale um uh participation so uh yeah and then there's the disto apes which I, I, man i thought this minted forever ago but i guess this one's still kicking around um this one doing much better it's uh, 0.07 mint and it is sitting at about 0.2 and there are not many of them left to go it looks like the public sales going live at 5 p.m um there is mm-hmm. only about 700 of these left uh so you know the fact that they are about 3x the the mint price i gotta believe that they're gonna go fast and they are um there's gonna be maybe a bit of a gas war on this one I like my uh, my furries to have fur. That's why I don't buy it. <laughs> is that the is that the uh, criteria that you follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I want them to be really furry from head to toe. No skin showing. All right. Um, well, Alpha. on that note, the show is on. <laughs> um, actually, on that note, uh, if you guys want to start putting your hands up and want to come join us on the stage to to talk a little bit, we had a, a lot of great questions and uh, comments yesterday um, and kept the show going for, for quite a while, which is awesome. Um, you can start throwing your hands up. I just want to... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I don't... A huge shout out to me for selling the Pico top on Alien Friends two days ago, as that is now crashed back down to 0.19, a collection I love. And I reluctantly sold my ice head because I just thought it got a little frothy and I will be shopping it back today. So I just wanted to shout out the Alien Friends. Love that collection. Uh, I think it's a 0.2 right now. Last time I checked. And I, I think that's a, that's a pretty fair price. I do think it could fall to 0.15. But cool, man. Uh, Alien Friends, Little Lemon Friends. I, I love these collections. Yeah, those things were like back to back to back talks of the town um, last mm-hmm. week. They haven't gone anywhere. Um, what's Lemon that still still hanging around about point one, and I think Cool Man's point one still right hanging now. around point mm-hmm. two. Uh, but you know what? I mean, we we talk about the the. Uh, Coinbase and and some other NFT marketplaces kind of coming online, and these seem like uh, prime for the picking for for people that are looking for good profile pictures or, or you know even just good investments that aren't super expensive. You know, point one, point two is a, a much more palatable uh, price to get in on these things than uh, even like a point eight point. You know, you're probably starting to get really expensive for for newer people above that point five mark. So you know, I think that these have some some room to go. And uh, and yeah, we'll keep uh, keep an eye on it. GM, GM, sir. GM, GM, Cass. GM, GM, R two D. Ah, do you know what? There was um, I think there's someone called R eight D. Which I got confused with you for a hot second. Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's turned up into the server. Have you? Im- imitation yeah, got, is the highest like, oh form of God, flattery. You- I'll take it. No, I that's believe, GMR. I believe GMR. this. Yeah. Yeah, this person, this person gambles on Bond because they they play the rates. That's why they're rate. Oh, <laughs> rate DJ, got it. Rates. Uh, there okay. you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sick. Nailed it. Um, so so the so the Wolves show yesterday. That was um a bit. Oh God, I fun. forgot they were revealing, weren't they? Yeah, they revealed. And don't get me wrong, the artwork. The artwork was, this is the problem with fucking NFTs and JPEGs in it. Yeah. So we all know I love 
a certain wolf's project. Mm-hmm. And any wolf project that's popped up, I've always said, fuck off. Nah. <laughs> nah. Fuck this. No. Whatever the team is, whatever the dev is, it's like, you, you copied. <laughs> so just leave. But then this one, I, did, I, I managed to get a whitelist on. So I was like, ah, oh, do you know what? I might as well mint. So I minted and I waited and I saw the price go up and then I saw the price go down. And I got out the moment it revealed because I, I thought to myself, you know, the profile pic I, I was putting in this room, I was yeah. comparing it to that. And I was looking at both of them side by side when I was saying, this is shit. <laughs> well, so- I, I actually like the art and all the previews I saw for Wolves. I definitely am a P2E fan. So if there was some sort of game attached, I found it compelling. And I'm just being honest, though. I thought after the reveal, a lot of the commons were underwhelming. And I think this is a trap we talk about in NFTs a lot. Swampverse felt like the opposite to me, where I thought the commons looked really good. And I don't dislike the commons on the wolves, but I'd be hard pressed to tell them apart if I saw, you know, 15 of them in the chat. If it's a compelling game. I probably still would participate, but for me, it was just the the commons were a little underwhelming, and that is subjective. I just thought they looked a little. Well, I'm not being funny. Another reason why I pulled the trigger to get out was I went in the AMA just before they revealed. Now, it just didn't sound unique. It just sounded like the same thing again and again and again. And the only difference this time being is, oh, you only need one, but then. If, if when we were chatting in the in the lounge, um, in in the um, in the voice chat, and I was talking about um, etherhawks and how I do it by itself and do it for free, and I was just thinking to myself, like, what, why am I? They were even talking about VX models, like at the end of the year, when some people are talking about VX models by the end of Q1. So it just didn't seem, it didn't seem something. I was like, oh my god, wow, this is exciting. It just seemed like, oh my God, this is another snake and make project um, just with cool anime art. And one of the main reasons I did go into it was because of the anime art. But I weren't impressed. And that's just me. I'm not funny or nothing. Just trust me. No, it's good. I'm looking, I'm looking at them right now. And like, I, I don't mind the art the one thing that like kind of i'm gonna echo that free market mentioned was that yeah like there's not a lot of differentiation um to some of them especially around the floor i mean the color palette is a little uh subdued like it's subtle like it's supposed to be that like i get the style that they're going for and they actually did it pretty well um but for how good some of it actually is there's there's a couple of traits on here that like I just thought were actually kind of complete misses if I'm being honest with you like some of the eyes um, look pretty good like that just that like standard kind of cartoony anime eye that you see on almost all of them looks pretty decent and then like some of the ones that like I'm pulling up right now like I, I don't know this one looks uh it's, it looks weird to me so um. Yeah, I, I I think they went too heavy on the hair traits too. Like, there's just a lot of different like hairstyles, which don't you know people want like interesting, more more interesting stuff. And like while they did them, they executed it well. Um, I just don't find them all that interesting to look at sometimes. 
like, this is what it was. It, I just didn't feel that. And, and everyone's different. Everyone's an individual. Everyone can... I, 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 the more I'm going into this field, I think I'm more loving the art more than anything else and the community as well. So, um, yeah, I just, um, unfortunately, I just had to get out. I don't know. Just didn't feel right. Just fuck it. It didn't feel like Star Wars. That's what it was. Um, talking about artwork, though, um, I managed to get my artwork from the little baby muse. I think I showed you guys a preview of the, the rugged little baby project that is trying to kind of come back with new artwork. And um, I think I showed you samples of it. Um, I'll put some in the AM chat. I've, I've managed to get like a Maury looking, which is like, what? <laughs> yeah, put it in the um, AM chat show. See, have a look. These are the ones I'm getting. Sorry, I'm just getting there right now. Oh, yeah, you've dropped these a couple of times. They're the ones that redid the artwork, right? Yeah, I just really like them. They look a lot better. Now. I don't know when they're going to come out, but they do, don't they? Yeah, a lot better. So, and uh, yeah, and just been whitelist, whitelist galore yesterday. I think everyone's forgotten about Christmas spirit and just whitelist spirit at the moment. So, <laughs> that's all I've been doing yesterday. Amazing. Yeah, and that's about it, guys, man. Yeah, I mean, it's always... Just waiting for you guys to kind of drop. It's always the good, uh, a good idea when things kind of like, you know, seem not, not a whole lot seems to be happening for brief periods of time to just really spend the time to dig in and find some of your own hidden gems or even just, you know, like, um, like free markets very good at is just finding those existing projects that might be ripe for a, a kind of a, you know, a renaissance or something like that, right? Cool. Talking about that, what was that foggy project that Free Market was talking about? Was it was it um the creature toads? What was it? Creature toad? Oh my days! Like, dude, when I was watching that on um on Icy Tools, all I kept thinking was, I swear this Donny was talking about this as a joke. <laughs> what does he know that no one knows at the moment? Because he was joking. And I literally saw the price at whatever it was when he when Free Market was talking about it. And I don't like the art personally, but I was like, I can see why this could move. I'll go away, get some whitelist, come back, and it's gone to the moon. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> free market knows something, but he was just not letting on. I've got to pay more attention than little words that he pays. <laughs> Cass, I swear he holds out on well, me all the time I... too. He'll tell me what what's up, but he doesn't tell me why it's up, I think. Um... No, I'm just kidding. I have been, no, I have been uh, sweeping a, a new prod. It's not even new. I feel like I've talked about it a few times, but my next Creature Toads is Breakfast World, which I believe is still even minting. I have to go research this because I get, I'm pretty sure Unrevealed Ones just showed up on the floor uh, a few seconds ago because there were little GIFs that were moving showing samples. So I think people are literally still minting these for under 0.01. I, I don't even know. Maybe they're free. I got to go look. Let's find Breakfast World. Uh, but yeah, that's my next one. I've been buying it. It had a moment. It ha it Gremlin actually made a one of one for this collection. This was pushed by a lot of NFT people. And it launched literally into the teeth of the bit. Like, whereas every other project, like Little Lemons was like, oh, we're going to postpone it. We're going to do it. This one was like, we're going to go ahead. 
we're launching right into the teeth of the bear market. And to our surprise, it actually minted out. Like it had been weeks of nothing even being able to mint out. And we were all watching this breakfast world. It looked like it minted out even, I don't know. I I guess I'm wrong because there are still some to be minted right now, but it was very popular. I know it got swept by sneaky ninja pants and a few others, and then it just died. So that's my next creature toads right there. But I think you could still mint them from the site. So we have to research that. Could we um, have a link, please? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll drop the link to the uh, OpenSea in the chat. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the general out... Beat you. Did you? You did. Already yeah, did. you did. <laughs> quick mm-hmm. quick draw. Um, the general <laughs> gist of it was that they say that there's going to be 6,969 of them. Uh, there's 3,200 of them available for uh, on uh, on OpenSea right now. So, it, you know... I these did mint it was it was a while ago right free market uh looks like two months ago they started minting and um and now we're gonna try and figure out if you can still mint them or if it's just worth it to keep sweeping the floor or if it's worth it to buy them at all but uh yeah like you know we've we've talked about a couple times free market uh tends to tends to find these projects and um you know i've 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 seen it happen enough that i at least indulge the uh the conversation and take it seriously for sure you guys once again for a wonderful show and thank you for having me up once again you got it and um see see you, see you tomorrow for the last show ever see you tomorrow of 2021 indeed yeah exactly <laughs> In, no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get fuck up like i did last time when you done that i got so upset <laughs> you must have put a post saying this is the laws yeah. fuck no. I also I also <laughs> proclaim that this is our thousandth show this morning, which it absolutely is not. I think we're around fifty though. There's for somewhere around fifty. I gotta keep a count of them or something. I'm not one for like miles. Milestones aren't like uh, super important for me. And I st- it's still a cool matrix to have, man. Because going forward, you never know. We have not so good we have, have not missed a weekday show in I think two months though. No, you missed one. Did we? Yeah, you missed one. You missed one the day before Christmas Eve. No, we we did it. We just the the recording got messed up. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Then you have that was our that was our first day trying to stream to to uh, YouTube or something, and we we had that echo. We had some technical difficulties, and uh, we just had to scrap the recording. But uh, yeah, no, we did. We we went live that day. Oh, no, that's what they, I missed that day, so that's probably why. <laughs> um, I missed the day. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, we'll forgive you. I had in oh, King. Right, I'll come. <laughs> Cash, thank you so much, my friend. We'll we'll get to tomorrow. <laughs> um, I invited King Wizard up onto the stage. I saw you had your hands up, and then I, I'm not sure if you declined it or not. So I threw you another invite in case you uh you wanted to come up and uh, show off that uh pretty uh swamp first PFP you got there. There he is. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, my friend. How you, How you doing? Doing okay, man. Just I joined Alpha Mint like I believe like three weeks ago, and the AM show literally lines up with my work because I work from home. So amazing. I'll be on my computer and I'll be listening in in the background to what you guys have like your insight for like certain projects. So I kind of wanted to pick out your brains and see like 
what do you guys have planned for the next like few months or so for like certain projects? Like, I don't know if you guys are like, I know um, free market has been like, he's super bullish on those creature toads, but I've been looking at a few projects and just like, like I said, I wanted to pick at your brain. So one of the projects like yesterday, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a 500 ETH sale for the Mechas. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah. I mean, I think there was some, uh, some healthy skepticism around the legitimacy of that sale, but yeah, I yeah definitely, there was definitely sure. saw that. There was some digging, uh, that was done and it does seem to be related wallets that were moving that money around. So it definitely looks like a wash trade. Someone trying to pump their Mecha bags. Yeah, so it definitely bring a lot of attention towards the mechas, but works, even yeah. beyond that, like, because that was, I actually got into, I actually got into NFTs like around August. I was mainly into like DeFi crypto coins and whatnot. So that's where I was living at up until August. And one of my friends, like, he actually bought a board ape for like 10 ETH and he was like, hey, man, get into the markets or whatnot. So then, <laughs> I ended up trying to get it whitelisted for the Mechas, and that was a complete shit show. So I managed to accumulate some ETH, and I actually bought Mechas at the top. I believe I bought it at 5 ETH, and oh. that shit just crashed out to 1 ETH. So yeah, this place, isn't that for, this place is definitely not forgiving for sure. So I've been like taking my time and actually learning from others and whatnot and trying to get their insight. So I believe that 2022 would be is going to be the year for the Mechas. I think that they're going to actually come back. I'm still holding mine, not just because I'm biased towards it. It's because what they're hinting at, like the owner of, um, not the owner, the creator. I don't know if you guys know, know him. His name is Julian. No. He's been talking really, really close with the Coinbase NFT platform. And I don't know if you guys saw that they, they're going to get listed on the yep. NFT that was one of their initial one. announcements. So he's been think, hinting. Right? Yeah, like recently. Yeah. yeah. And so that so I'm looking at it now, like the floor is pretty reasonable for for entry. I know like the five ETH, anything above like three or five ETH is completely like unsustainable for most like like unreachable for most. But I I believe some people like I recommend you guys take a look into it and like share your thoughts on it because I honestly think that they might do well these next couple months, even with like a lot of these normies coming in with the the onboarding of the NFT platform from Coinbase. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. And it's a great point in the sense that I think if you were not deep in NFTs, you may not even know that Mecca was a flop. In fact, when they had 250,000 people in their Discord, a large number of these were not people involved with NFTs. This would have been the first NFT for a lot of people mm -hmm. if they managed to snag that whitelist. And I don't think they, they may have seen the price go up and down, but I don't think they understood the internal NFT nuances and, and stuff that we have been talking about for months in regard to Mechaverse. And you, you, I could totally see an average person getting onto Coinbase Mechaverse being literally the only NFT collection they know besides CryptoPunks, seeing that it's under one ETH and thinking to themselves, oh, this could be the next CryptoPunks. It's the only one I know. I think your thesis is completely valid in relation to Coinbase and Mecha. Yeah, I mean, we haven't, uh, we weren't super kind to Mechaverse at the time. Um, 
and it's kind of something that's fallen off the radar for sure. The fact that it's uh, it's kind of holding that one ETH floor, um, I don't want to say is incredible to me, but um, I guess pretty impressive. Tons of volume traded. I mean, this was, uh, especially from the uh, developer's standpoint, an incredibly successful project in that regard. Um you know, there was there was some manufactured hype. They they had some issues with the reveal and whatnot. But uh, like free market said, you know, th- those stuff tend not to matter the more and more people that come into the space later. Like you know, it, I, I don't know how many people are going to jump in, see a mechaverse, um, and then start to go like, let's really deep dive into the history of these things. Like, there's that initial like you either like it and you don't. Um, we talk a lot about about a, a lot about metaverse coming to fruition and the fact that these are going to kind of transcend from a profile picture into a um you know an actual character that can you can use and around and um if there's one thing that mechas are going to be a lot better for is 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 uh, an actual metaverse avatar um you know standing side by side with each other i did never thought that they made great profile pictures uh due to the lack of variety um but you take these things into full 3d and i think that they're very high quality works of art uh so yeah i mean it's definitely something to watch it's definitely something that's going to be highly featured on coinbase as a, a probably a premier project um and you know it, it it all depends on how much liquidity you're willing to have sunk into one of these projects like you know if you're if you're floating to eth um and you're trying to mint you're trying to get on pre-sale lists you're you know trying to accumulate some longer holds underneath the surface are you going to burn 50 percent of your liquidity on you know a mecca i i don't think so um that doesn't mean that it's not going to be a good trade it might just not be a good play for you uh but yeah i mean if you're sitting on a a pile of 28th and you're looking to spread these things around like there's definitely a lot of merit still to mechaverse yeah i 100 percent believe that also i believe that the mechas did cause that bear market (laughs) experience towards the end of october like honestly like seeing like because i had I had a Mecca and I put all my liquidity into it and I saw it go from like, I believe I bought in at four ETH all the way to like nine ETH and not having that experience that I have now to, to get it, yeah. to get in and get out. Now I'm seeing it and like, I'm, I'm I have like hard to get for it, but it is what it is. Like you move on and I've heard the saying eyes forward. So yeah, I think a lot of that pre-sale, um, fun that was going on i mean they drew it out for what i think almost 10 days um and these things were trading at like you said five six seven eight eth um i there were a lot of people that knew that dinging one of the one of ones um or a rare one was going to yield them a very very big payday so i think a lot of big players were were toiling around in that mud um but the general sentiment at the time i can't i i I don't think anyone thought that it was going to sustain that post reveal Mm-hmm. Also, I have another question. This is not about Mecca's, but the whitelist meta that we're currently experiencing now with like the grind culture for certain discords, the Twitter engagement and all, all of that that goes into it. Do you feel like that eventually is going to die off because of like the demands that we might experience with a lot of people coming into this space? Like, will there be like nft launch pads that we're gonna have to shift over and then get like random tickets to to pull like maybe get whitelisted or whatnot do you think that's gonna change 
Yes, I think that the launch dynamics that we know and love are going to change drastically over the next year. Nobody has figured out the right balance or model yet. And the people who have great launches, you know, there's a little bit of luck involved that the method that they chose just happened to work out. Now, it's not all luck. And there are certain ways you can increase your chances of having a smooth launch. But honestly, you really never know how the market is going to react to something until it's out in the market. So I think that as much more mature business entities start coming into this market, you are going to see launch dynamics and allow listing, which is what it's being called now, uh, to change a lot over the next year. So yeah, I totally agree. I think raffles are going to be a big part of it. Uh, I think if you look at um, Top Shot, which already has that type of 300,000 people per drop demand, the only fair way for them to do it is a raffle. And I do think raffles can skew and reward people who were OGs or who do a lot um, of activity on, on the chain or whatever it is. But I do think we're going to move more and more to raffles, which will be frustrating to those of us that are used to grinding our way onto allow lists. But yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I think raffles are probably a little um, more respect, uh, like... They respect people's time a little, a little more, right? Like, you know, some of the, the, the pre-sale, um, grinding that people have to do, uh, projects take it a little bit far. There definitely ends up being some fatigue. Um, and then there's projects that make it a little bit too simple to do it. And, you know, people jump into the discord, type one word and then leave and they forget that they have it. Uh, I think both can stifle the success of a project's launch, um, Raffles seem to be a little bit more immediate. If you do it, you know, an hour before the launch and wh whatnot, um, I, I think immediately anybody that wins that raffle uh, is raring to go to uh, to, to 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 mint. Um, I think that that's going to cause a lot more successful uh, uh, launches. And um, I just, yeah, the 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 meta always kind of seems to shift, almost like on a week to week or a month to month basis. Uh, with these things, you know, um, for a while there, it was big schedule drops. Everybody knew that they were coming, and then it shifted into stealth launches. But then the hacks started happening, and it was too easy to be exploited with a stealth launch because nobody knew what the expectation was, um, for the minting process. Uh, then though, you know, the presale lists started up after that, um. And, and and people started to kind of try and find their way into how to manage them. And then a lot of poor management of it happened. And then you saw like a, a shift back into some more stealth launches and stuff like that. So um, I, I actually really just completely agree with free market that, uh, that raffles might end up being the way and you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but it's probably just the, the most even, um, even kind of way to to manage it, honestly, without uh, without pissing people off, because people get pissed off when they don't get on the presale list. You know, there I was in this Discord and I was typing away and I drew this picture and I, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you're always gonna you're always gonna alienate some people um, that don't get on the presale list, and and with a raffle, it just it kind of just feels like it is what it is. I got it or I didn't. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I mean, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is I want to get ahead of these trends because 
obviously I want to be successful in this space. So I kind of want to see these trends before they, they happen. I know that the biggest trends that we're going to see probably this year is are with gaming related NFTs or game related platforms. Like there's a lot of different ones. I don't know if you guys heard of phantom galaxies. Yep. They have their alpha out. That was, a, like, that was the biggest that. hack of the year too. If you recall correctly. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Shit ton of ETH was a sent lot, to them. Yeah. A lot. I, I, Millions. I was away from my com- I was away from my computer during that when they actually came out. I honestly just don't immediately go mid. So I know a lot of people got burned. A by lot, it, yeah, that was a bad one. I'll- yeah, for sure. Um, but that one I'm I'm bullish on. Hopefully the mecha is established. Like they hire somebody that could actually develop this the like the entire gaming world around the mechas. Maybe they'll have like success. Like there's a lot of different ways that a lot of different different projects that are out now that definitely worth your time to look into so i appreciate you guys having me on the show yeah i appreciate you thanks for coming up man. appreciate you coming up great topics and uh i appreciate you uh listening while you're supposed to be working i won't tell anybody i swear i'm not i don't, I don't really give a shit it's, it's my day job man i work at home i'm, I'm by myself but whenever like because i have to go into the office like i listen to you guys so i can't really like start talking to you guys during mid work but also um another thing that also brought me to alphabet is also like a because i was following Clark cobain and he changed his name i believe who, who was that Clark cobain yeah that's i think that was r2 yeah that's me yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was actually following you, and I was just like following all the different Star Wolves, and I was just like, okay, now I found all of them, and I ended up following all of you guys. So it led me here, and I'm happy to be here, and I'm definitely going to be sticking around. Love it. I'll be talking to you guys. Cool, man. Anytime you want. Take care, guys. Um, All right. If you want, uh, we can uh, do this for another couple minutes. If anybody else wants to throw their hands up, I think we can probably make time for to one more people, uh, one more people, one more person uh, to to jump up on the stage with us. If not, we can wrap it up. Uh, what's your day looking like, free market? Uh, well, I'm pretty. I sold my gas coin yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this other free airdrop. Uh, we were watching it live on the show yesterday, and. I had been given a free point two on one of my wallets. I, I only claimed it from one uh, and it proceeded to crash like 60 to 70 percent uh, on the show and then over the day. And it looks pretty dead and depressed. Then they announced uh, some announcement in the discord that had it pumping and it actually got back up to point two and I dumped it uh, and my first thought was I should dump this and roll it into SOS. SOS had equally seen a pole axing from both Ethereum crashing and this other airdrop. You know, if you are the guy, right, and you're this free airdrop, no one understands, and everyone expects copycats, then the copycats come. Well, you expect liquidity to fly away from that first one and into these other ones. But wow, SOS after hitting 0.0003 is now back up to 0.0006, which is a double just in the last two hours here. So I am watching SOS again. I firmly believe if this coin were done, it would already be at zero. It's strange that it's still holding basically a 7X from the airdrop, even though 
as far as I know, everybody who wanted to sell sold. I don't, anyone holding now, I think, believes in whatever high in the sky concept is there. So I'm watching my SOS coin today. I'm going to be giving critters another whack uh, on the Minecraft and, and seeing if I could find some enjoyment there. And I will be trying to ape Breakfast World every time gas falls under 100. But man, it doesn't stay there long nowadays. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be jumping on them to uh, Minecraft for a little bit today. Um, if you're, uh, if you're doing the same thing, maybe we can link up there. But uh, yeah, this uh, cool. should be, it should be a pretty good day. So I think on that note, we could probably um, wrap things up for, for the, the morning show. Uh, just a reminder that we do have um, the guys from uh, Zen Ledger jumping in with us at one thirty Eastern today. So we're going to be uh, talking about what they got going on. As uh, you know, the, obviously taxes are a reality in this world, and uh, you know, come January first, second, or third, or whenever you decide to do it, um, it's going to be coming up. So that's going to be a great talk. Very excited to uh, to link up with those guys and have the conversation. Um, and as of uh, as always, if you uh, if you're late to the show or you missed any of the previous ones, check out YouTube, Spotify. They're all there. Um, except as Cass pointed out, the December 23rd one. So sorry about that. Uh, Free Market, you want to take us away? Good luck at the tables, DJ. Peace.